Are you ready to podcast here on the Poster Men Podcast? Because Ken made me want to do that. So I did it. Uh, I'm Elijah. <laughs> it started out so good and it got so dorky. I know. <laughs> I'm I'm Ken. Hello. I'm Tyler. And I'm Recovering from the terrible, terrible, terribleness of the continued joke that I did. Yeah. So, <laughs> today's movie that we are discussing on this delightful evening is Ant-Man and the Wasp, <clears throat> the first Marvel movie to be picked. The first Marvel Studios movie to be picked, which impresses me because I haven't picked one either. So. That's that one with well, the guy in the yellow suit, right? Yeah, the guy in the yellow, that oh. yellow jacket. Just you Just had kidding. to you had to go and plant that idea <laughs> before we started. <laughs> the idea. Yeah. That Tyler was going to mess it up. Uh, <laughs> I actually know what we're talking about. Ken, give us a synopsis of Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> Scott Lang balances both... Wait, excuse me. As Scott Lang balances being both a superhero and a father... Hope Van Dyne and Dr. Hank Pym present an urgent new mission that finds the Ant-Man fighting alongside the Wasp to uncover secrets from their past. It's dun, a Marvel dun, Studios dun. movie. End of discussion. <laughs> Elijah really liked it. That's what he's trying to say. End of discussion. <laughs> it's just... Five, five, five robot punches all around everybody. No, it, it was a really good movie. Um, I sh- what I should have done is checked my voodoo rating of this movie. Do you rate the movies after? I sometimes do. If I had like, if I have strong feelings, I will occasionally after I've finished a movie. Especially, like, if I get distracted during the closing credits and it rolls the whole way through and it gets back to the beginning and it's, and I, and it, like, it's down and then over, 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 over. And that's all there is to rating a movie on Voodoo on the PS4. I've never had the urge to do that. Yeah, I've never rated my movies. Yeah. I don't even, other than like here, other than Um, like here, wherever, you know what I mean? But I, I, dislike that Netflix did away with their rating system hated it loved, loved it. it oh they got rid of that yeah, yeah it's just thumbs, thumbs up thumbs down but you know now. why they got rid of it right everybody hit Amy it. Schumer Amy Schumer apparently like her her special was so bad that like people were trolling her and were giving her such bad ratings that she complained to Netflix and Netflix was like all right I feel like there's more to it than that. I have a hard time believing that one Amy Schumer changed the whole rating system for Netflix. I just just don't believe that. But back to the movie. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. Ant-Man and the Wasp. I mean, the fact that, you know, a guy gets bit by an ant. <laughs> and gains the proportional like spider, the like speed powers. and strength and he of a man. Yeah. yeah, well, honestly, I would really like to see them make a movie about a guy named Man Ant. You know, a man that gets bit by a man. <laughs> um, you know what they would call that movie? Half an ant, because an ant that got bit by a man yeah. would be half an ant. Because. <laughs> But back to the original concept of this movie. Um, 
Oh. It's the first Marvel Studios movie to have the female lead in the title, also. Really? Yeah. That mm-hmm. makes sense to it's me it, now that you Because all the rest of them are Thor movies, Captain America movies, Iron Man movies, oh. Doctor Strange, Ant-Man. It's the first one with the female Black lead Panther. in the title. Will they, do you think they'll make a, a Wasp standalone movie? No, they'll just keep it Ant-Man and the Wasp. We, it's surprising that Ant-Man holds his own movie. <laughs> What's well, Paul Rudd? Are you kidding me? I can yeah. see him in anything. If it wasn't Paul Rudd, this movie would, I don't think, be as good. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, but yeah. Like, I can't, like, I can't think of anybody else as Scott Lang because everybody else, because everyone in the cast uh, just kind of fills it out. Uh, Vince Vaughn? Nah. Oh, see. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Wilson. Oh, no. I think, uh, I think Ben Vince Stiller. Vaughn. No. No. I guess. Well, I guess maybe Ben Stiller's just a hair bit yeah. old for for these I, days. Toby McGuire. <laughs> I think you could switch out the um, Wii's with Vince Vaughn because that would kind of be entertaining to watch. We'll see. No, I, I Michael Pena was made for that. Michael, but I Michael Pena was so great. Like, yeah. he, like he's such a great supporting actor, and every like I love the fact that they brought back the the scene where he like retells the story, yeah. and they're all like, what, like ah. Oh. When we so first funny. walked in there, Ken was afraid um, they were going to overdo that. Well, I was, I was legitimately scared that they were going to overuse that bit mm-hmm. because I knew everybody had such good, strong, positive feelings about it from the first one. And mm-hmm. he just retells it, man. Um, <laughs> it really goes so, back. <laughs> yeah, so like, I was happy that they... Well, I was happy that they didn't overdo it but I think maybe they underdid it in only doing the bit the one time. Oh, well, no, they I did. Thought... I like the I like the truth serum bit too. Oh yeah, truth serum was fun. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh yeah, oh, it, it is, is truth serum. Truth serum. <laughs> Dude, it sounds like truth serum. <laughs> it's, it's not, not truth, truth serum. <laughs> if, if it walks, walks like, like a, a duck, duck, talks like a duck, it's probably duck. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's got so many lines that you could just quote for like days. Did they did they pay homage to John Wick in that? John Wick. Don't you remember the first John Wick when they called him? What what's the uh, what uh, the boogeyman? Um, yeah, well, see, I think they probably relied heavily on the fact that most of the audience of this movie mm-hmm. has watched that movie so when the uh what, what is his character it? name uh kurt when kurt starts uh baba yaga. talking talking about <laughs> baba yaga we know who that is we know what he's referring to so, you know because we've watched john wick yeah. they're not necessarily referring to john wick yeah but they, they, like I said, they're relying on the fact that we know what that is. Because I, I thought that was so funny. He's like, Baba Yaga. <laughs> <laughs> don't, you, don't you all know Baba Yaga? <laughs> uh, you don't remember that scene? <laughs> they, were, they were, they're, they're in the, they're in the ex-con, the, the, the place. Oh, I know what part of the movie it took uh, place in. I'm just saying, uh... He hasn't seen John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what he's saying. That's what he's suddenly saying. And then I guess that's the movie you should pick. But, uh... Oh, that would be a good one. It would be a good you're one. You're not up next. I'm not up next. <laughs> you, you're up after me, though. And 
And, uh, no, don't worry who? about it. We don't want to know. I, I have an idea. Never mind. It's going to be silent or two. But, um, <laughs> no, that would. <laughs> don't, don't poke the bear, Elijah. Uh, but the movie's just. It's, it's so good. I can't. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with you. I, I can't argue with Marvel Studios movie. It's a, uh, well, there's nothing bad. Like, the only thing I would do is be like, Walton Goggins doesn't need to be in that movie at all. Who? Um, the, that's true. The mob boss guy. Wally Goggs. He's oh, the that best. Guy, yeah. The, the corrupt the restaurateur. Yeah, but I mean, he was he was pretty funny, though. He's funny, but he's not needed. He, he isn't. He, like, um, he's just, just random henchmen that just appear. The only reason he's in it is to be like, we need a big giant chase scene that's epic at the end yeah. of this movie how um, do we get this to happen well that's well there's not i guess because the big action set oh, pieces take place you just him. you just make him rando black market tech contact but, yeah. at the beginning of the movie and never comes back again and the ghost is the primo villain yeah, of the piece. And then you just change maybe them to police or something. I, That's what I would do. I did have a question. Yeah. Okay. If Michael Douglas is a scientist, right? Yeah. Yes, Hank Pym is a scientist. Yeah, if he is a scientist and he's so smart. Why would he need a why would he need a guy to get him the technology when he could have just done it himself? Because it's, it's easier easier, better, more efficient to buy something then build it from scratch. It's not that he couldn't have built the parts that they needed from scratch. It's that it would take him six months to build this piece, whereas he can go to his local black market contact (laughs) and uh, acquire it for the low, low price of a small suitcase full of money. Yeah. But uh, Walt Go- the reason Walt Goggins was brought in was because um, Scott got thrown in jail, so that also put uh, Hank yeah, and Pope in the, in the... Oh yeah, they were they, they were, were on, on the, the lamb. Yeah, yeah, so they true. couldn't they necessarily to... go to like the, the tech department and yeah. be like, I'll buy this, 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 and this, and then get arrested. Because wow, they were trying to build the tunnel, so they were like, oh, we, how do we do this shadily? We'll go yeah. through the underground, underworld. I also, one of my biggest questions and concerns about this movie was, do, like, civilians not notice when, like, buildings appear or disappear? You know they I mean? did notice. It was, uh, they, it was all over the, they, they had all their cell phones out. And all well, that. not, not, but, like, in the beginning when, like, they went. We're like, also in the Marvel Universe, so. Where everybody's Stuff like this, that we're deep in now, so, like, stuff like this happens on the regular. So you think that's just, yeah. like, a normal thing? Just like, oh! <laughs> Well, they all freaked out about it. They were like, whoa. Well, well not, 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 not at the end. I'm talking about in the beginning where, like, he, like, you remember where he where he meets What's-Her-Face and then he's they just like, the building. yeah, and then he's just like, hey, if you guys need a place to stay, you can come stay with me. And then they leave the building and then she turns. Well, they, they, like, they, if you saw the sign on the one wall, it said vacant lot for sale. So he put it in a vacant lot and then put a big building up. But that's what, but that's what I'm saying. Like, 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 it's a big building that, you know, like, how, how would you, like. How would the buildings right next to it not notice that there's just this building that happened out of nowhere, and then literally you just walk into work? Sometimes you just um, notice something different. I guess that's true. The, and it's in the script. laws <laughs> of physics do not apply. Need super not apply for any of this stuff to work. Like, like you, 
If you if you were this is one of the things that drives me a little bit bananas. If you were to <laughs> shrink a full sized car down to the size of a matchbox car, there's no way it's keeping up with full sized vehicles. vehicles. Period. My unless unless like, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's it's tires are now three quarters of an inch in diameter. So like scale it's going to scale down so it's going to be doing a, a like you know like if it's if it's a hundredth of the size it's going to be doing a hundredth of the speed yeah and for and it wouldn't surprise me if there's some weird exponential relationship there as well because yep weird things i, I also and, wondered about that during the car scene chase where there was like well they're that small like there's a point in time where, like, you could just stop moving the car, and they would just pass you, and they'd be like, where'd they go? Right. Like, just, and just, and they saw you, the little car. And, and, and like, also, what? like, I, you shrink it, you don't remove its mass. So, like, in the first one, where Hank Pym's carrying around a fully functional tank in his pocket, attached to his keys, yeah, yeah that don't fly, because... That would still weigh as much as the fully functional tank. Really? Theoretically, Physics. Physics yes. Wise, yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because you, he's just reducing the de- or um, reducing the that's space. Why it, like, that's why Ant Man's punches should hurt you a lot more because right. when he's small, he because he's really small and he has the strength of a man. Right. Well, that makes that's why. Sense. That's right. why in Captain America: Civil War, he's small and he still flips Black Widow on her back. That makes so much more like hearing that part. Like, yes. So I guess physics only works when you want it to. Work. Well, yeah. yeah, absolutely, it's and it's like so. it's a movie <laughs> exactly. That's, that's why you were. That's why you're like, eh, we'll write physics the way we wanted to. Nah. Yeah, and you know, like it makes for a cool chase yeah. scene to it have does. to have you know the little tiny car be able to keep pace with the big car. But yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I, it, it's cool. But like, yeah, like that was just that's the one thing I was just like, couldn't you just literally like, couldn't you just hide under another car and like, yes, you know what I mean? Because it's like I like I don't understand how yeah. how are they chasing that? Like I have a hard time seeing. A rabbit, you know what I mean, in a the squirrel, middle of the road, yeah. or a squirrel. You're telling me that I'm going to see something the size of my phone, you know what I right? Mean? Like, um, get yeah. The the as far as it goes, like the stealth applications here would be way more impactful than the bang bang shoot 'em up action, yeah. Uh, you know, implications. But we already did our one Marvel spy movie, and that was Cap Two. And then they're doing another one. I also have one more question. Another? Oh, yeah, that'll be... Well, we don't know if that's going to be a spy movie. It should be, I hope. I, I yeah, oh, for sure. I, I would love it to be something different, but I don't... Who knows? You know what I wish they would stop doing in Ant-Man? What? Stop killing his aunt buddy. Oh, all his aunt buddies say names? Yeah. It makes me so mad because I was really Because sad. you, really sad you were one. emotionally invested Anthony. in Antonio Banderas. Well, no, no, no. In the first, because you remember in the first one, like he like he had it all the way up oh, until yeah. the end. And I was like, you know what I mean? And that I was like, wow, I can't believe they Anthony, killed yeah. yeah. And then the second one, you like you kind of still get, you know, not emotionally attached, but you're like, oh, he's still using the same aunt. You know what I mean? Like, and that boy's got, and then that's stupid. Seagull comes the up. Seagull's eating all yeah. the and, and, it, and it's just like, you know, it, it makes for comedic relief, but also, like, it hurts. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, if I was Ant-Man, it's, I assume that you have some It's the circle of life, and it moves us all. <laughs> right. 
I could have finished the rest of the song, but I <laughs> stopped myself. Uh, but I really like the theme through the movie that it stays through. Like teamwork is better. Teamwork makes Team, the teamwork. Teamwork makes the teamwork. <laughs> teamwork makes the teamwork. Because <laughs> it, it stays around the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Like the reason that... That's not how that goes. Yeah, I know. I, it's, a kid, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a a movie theaterism. It's a movie theater inside joke that I'm not really on the inside yeah, of. I just but. use it a lot. Um, but it's it like... The reason that most of the stuff fails is because they're not working together. Mm-hmm. And... Like when Mart, Goliath, and Bill Foster. Bill Foster, that's his name. It's driving me nuts. That's why I finished my sentence. Bill Foster and Hank Pym failed is because they weren't working together. Yeah. And Ghost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Ghost failed. Because he wasn't, she wasn't working with Bill Foster or Hank Pym or anybody else. But when they finally all worked together, it all worked out. Mm hmm. Like, even the ex-con guys, when they all worked together and the other two showed up to help out and stopped the crooks from killing Louise at the end, mm-hmm. that got them famous and got them on the news. Yeah. And Ant-Man and Wasp at the end have a great fight sequence with Ghost, where the only reason they stopped Ghost was because they worked together fighting her. Yeah. Like, that was great. They One shrunk and then one grew and was punching them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- that was good. But yeah, that theme sticks around the whole movie and it's great. I just don't understand. Like, uh, wouldn't it be nice if like, Ant-Man could fly, though? You know what I mean? Like, why does it only got to be the last fucking fly? Because that's it... how it was drawn. Um, <laughs> but if, I mean, you give, you give, if you give Ant-Man all the powers, um, yeah. then there's no reason for the Wasp. Yeah. Oh, because uh, the Wasp has blasters and can fly. Yeah. That's the he only difference. That's the only difference between her and Ant-Man. <laughs> So she has all the powers. She has all actually. the powers. Yeah. Because they gave her all the powers. And Ant-Man originally was Hank Pym who just could shrink and talk to ants. Yes. And had the equivalent strength of a man. So, when he was tiny. When he was tiny. That's that's so, that, that that makes a lot of sense now about like how like getting hit would feel 10 times stronger from a small thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. One, like you'd be off guard all the time yep. so like Full force. So does that mean then, like, if it if if it has the power of one, does that mean that like when you're like super super giant, you only have the power of like a normal sized man, so you're not as strong? Or does it go that would? You know what I mean? Like yes, again, physics. Yeah, yeah. yeah that about, would about, be about. the implication. So yeah. like, he's not strong. He's just because if you notice, he's big and slow. Yeah, yeah. And he's like not real strong because in Captain America: Civil War, he could have like. Yeah. If he hit when but, he slapped the Black Panther across the ring, yeah. Black Panther's back's broken and was on the side of the ground. If he was well, vibranium size. armor. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but other than I was like, uh, no, but that's vibranium armor. I mean, like it just if you were saying that, you know, because when you're small, you're supposed to be strong. Yeah. I assume that like how big he got, like he would technically be just weaker. Yes, like which is kind of what they kind of made him do. That's why, that's why he kept like you're not to sleep, right? Well, that like the whole him being able to use the truck as a scooter thing mm-hmm. that shouldn't have worked because you're you're absolutely right because like he would be the he would actually be weaker if he grew well not weaker but. 
He would have the his, strength of one man and one like, man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like he's he there are things that like there would be advantages to being that big. Yeah. But you know, like he wouldn't be able to like manhandle that truck like he did, or yeah, that's what I thought. So, yeah. but either way, I mean, it's still a great movie. Like, I think, like, I, at first when I first saw the first Ant Man, I was really hesitant of Paul Rudd. I mean, I like Paul Rudd, but I was like, is it? I, like, I was afraid that this movie wasn't going to do well. You know what I mean? And I was like, could Paul Rudd really pull this off? And then, you know, hearing about how the fact that like he worked out. And like got super buff for this movie for the first movie, and they actually had to redo his suit because his costume was too small on him. And then seeing how well he just did, like I just like he him and him and Chris Pratt. This uh, is my favorite yeah. actors. I didn't know that Paul Rudd wrote part of the second one either. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know that until I watched the credits this time, and I was like, one of the writers is Paul Rudd. And I was didn't like, he help write the first one as well? Looking, I'm looking into that right now. Oh, okay. Doing research, Ken. Okay. I'm just asking. <laughs> but, Man, uh, you should have had some lasagna. I did. Oh, he did write the part of the first one. Screenplay by Paul Rudd also. So, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so, the question is... That I got... Well, the the, uh, the flip side of that question is... You know, because each of these scripts has like four people... For writing credit, how much, how much did, did Paul actually contribute? Are they are they kind of like his ad libbed parts that he might have done, or something as like writing? Right. Well, and they, uh, like there, that's exactly yeah. it. Like, is his writing contributions primarily? He writes essentially his own stuff. Like he writes Scott Lang, yeah. and everybody so? else writes everything else. But I that I can't. We like I don't know. Can you get him on the phone? I'll let me call him. <laughs> Let's get him on the phone. Paul. Paul, Paul, oh, you ignore my call. Right to voicemail. That jerk. <laughs> Why is this voicemail the theme from Curse of Michael Myers? <laughs> I, I, will, I will say this. Um, I think, you know, this is one of the only few Mario movies where, like, I genuinely liked all the characters. Like, I think, you know, there's some Marvel movies where I just, you know, there's some characters I just don't like. Mute them. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, 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 I mean, like, as, as in, like, supporting actors, you know what Mute I mean? Em. I'm, no, this is this is reasonable to me. Like mute him, no. Tyler, mute him. You know, I, I, Come on, do do we really, really seriously like Natalie Portman in the Thor movies? I did. Who I doesn't did. like Natalie Portman? I like Natalie Portman, but I didn't like the first Thor movie. Honestly, that I, that was the mute him. That was the first one. I recommend you revisit that movie. I no seriously, I've watched it. Three times now. I still don't. It's my. It's the least favorite one out of all my out of all the movies. Really, like, Thor one, not Thor, Thor two, not Thor two. See, I think I like Thor, Thor two. Thor two is the got weaker. Thor, I saw Thor like, I when I saw Thor two, I was like that really made me like Thor. And then when I saw Thor Ragnarok, I was like I really like Thor. But the first one, yeah, Thor. The first one was the first one I did not like. But like I said, back to Ant Man, like I just thought, like it was really good synergy. Like I like how you know every character grew. Like you know I. You know, in the beginning of the first movie, I hated, you know, the mom, his ex-wife, and the stepdad. And then you see it in the second one, like, there's, like, this crazy, weird, like, family synergy. Yeah. Where, they all give group hugs, and, like, they're all amazed by, by the magic tricks. And, like, his daughter, you know, <laughs> his daughter's hilarious, but also she's a really good actress. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she held it on her own. Like, there was a point in times where, like... You'd watch the show. You watch the movie, and like she would steal the scene away from mm-hmm. from you know what I mean. Which is which is what I'm saying. Like like it was just it was nice to see a movie where like 
you know, yeah, Paul Rudd was, you know, he was the main guy, but every time he was on screen, like, there was very good supporting actors, you know. Like, I don't, like, name a better supporting actor than Michael Pena in a movie, you know what I mean? Like, in, 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 the, in the Avengers movies, you know. Chris O'Dowd, Thor 2. <laughs> The movie we fought was Nova. I so I I'm hoping I'm hoping um, I'm holding out hope for that. But uh let me think. Anthony Mackie. I really like Anthony Mackie. Oh, in Cap Two for in Cap sure. Cap two is great. Anthony Mackie's supporting role in that. Uh still not as good as Michael Pena. I'd argue with again. Um, Michael Pena is there for one reason, one reason alone, to be the comedic relief. Yeah, but he's so good at it. Yeah, but also, but Anthony Mackie is so good at being a supporting act- action character. Even without wings, he still is awesome. Mm. <laughs> um, exactly. Can't no, I, I I just have to plow through uh, my Marvel movies in my head. Mbaku and Iron Man 2? Uh, where she's babysit, where she does the like lullaby to the Hulk. I'd argue that Winter no, Soldier. No. no, Iron Man 2. No, Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. No, nah, she's not I, that no. important in it. No, she really I don't think she's... I'm, we're not talking about importance. We're talking about quality of, of, uh, of being a performance. Actor. Yeah, I don't think she did that good of a job. I mean, like, what the, the, the cab driver was... Like, his, his driver did a better job. Happy Hogan, and yeah, John John Favreau. Favreau. Oh yeah, he was like he—he's hilarious in that movie. I do like Happy Hogan because he. Don't you remember that scene where they're where they're about to go fight, and he's like, "All right, I'll take care of these guys." So <laughs> he's the moral of the story Lewis is the Lewis likes the funny guys. Yeah, yeah, but he's a funny guy. It just I like Quicksilver and. I like Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch in the in Age of Ultron. I'm glad I'm glad he died. It's it's a really good scene where he dies. I approve of it because <laughs> he, he literally because he literally looks at the camera and says, "You bet you didn't see that coming," and then he dies. And I'm like, "That's Josh Whedon written right all over it." <laughs> but but uh, yeah, no. But like I said, back to Ant Man and the Wasp. Like I really, yeah. I, I really, I really just like it. Like I think it's just a a good movie. I, I find like it's got a lot of comedy, but all the actors work really well. And oh yeah, it's a good comedy with a lot of action and a lot yeah. of soul, and it's and you know it's a movie where I think like you don't even have to watch the second one. I mean the first one to watch. <laughs> I was like, this, <laughs> you don't this, have to. You don't, this is the second one. <laughs> you don't have to watch the first one to watch the second one. That's what I'm saying. No, because I tell you about the first one in the second one. <laughs> that's also true. Yeah, it's very true. Well, uh, oh um, man, I I love him so much. I just want to kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I gotta go off and help Captain America go help Captain America journey. Oh man, you're a loser. Get away. <laughs> Love that part. Um interesting uh like the way the framing devices for the retelling of the first movie are unique in this one because it's like they sort of kind of tip their hat to it as uh Scott and Cassie are playing in the house in the cardboard maze thing mm-hmm. yep. through the beginning of the movie, but that's not exactly a retelling. But it conjures, yeah, it brings it back up the movie, right? And it and it does a good job of sort of like calling attention to what is sort of the emotional core of that movie, which is Scott and Cassie's relationship. Mm-hmm. 
world's number one grandma. Exactly. <laughs> also, that agent was hilarious. The Asian guy? Yeah. The one? <laughs> the bubbling uh, agent? Yeah. We, 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 uh, was Jimmy like, Woo is, oh uh, Randall Park oh is the, goodness, is the actor's name. How did he do that? <laughs> That's my favorite part from Close Up Magic Academy, <laughs> Online Magic Academy. Especially the first singular misdirection. <laughs> that or, that or, at the end he goes, I'll see you again. I'm going to go to dinner. You want to go to dinner sometime? I, I got, I'm free a lot. <laughs> uh, Wait, are you to... are you actually asking if you want to do dinner? <laughs> no, he's borrowing just shaking his head at the end. He goes, but uh, we can, we can. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll 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 see you again when I arrest you. <laughs> uh, such a good movie. So, do you think they're all going to come back after the Thanos snap of doom? Ooh, because. Three of them turned to dust and one stuck in the quantum realm. Yeah, we, so like, do you think if, do you think if, if it would have picked him, would, would have, would he have been lost in the quantum realm? Like, would he have disappeared in the quantum realm? It, it, no, he would have vanished in the quantum realm if he had been picked. I um, think. The, but it, I think, I think you could perhaps make the argument that since he was in the quantum realm, he skirted, he, he, he was, imme- or like, you know, because he was in a different, essentially a different universe or a slightly different dimension, he was not subject to the snap, snap which theoretically only covered Everybody our universe, universe our yeah. dimension. It's a separate dimension. Yes. So do you? So theoretically, do you? So would that have like saved all the magicians? If they were stuck in their realm. Uh, wait, so like if... Like Wong, like in Wong's realm. If they had, at the moment of the snap, been in like the mirror dimension? Yeah. Or, or something, like in a pocket one dimension of those, or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, hard to tell, but yeah. if, if it worked, like if that logic follows for Scott, then yes, it would theoretically follow... For Wong, where he if, if he had if Since he knew or Sanctum Sanctorum, um, well, the Sanctum Sanctorum is not necessarily another. I mean, there are parts of it that maybe are, but the Sanctum Sanctorum is not necessarily another dimension, is it? I thought it was a pocket one, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. have to go back to Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah. How do you think Ant-Man's going to get out of that realm? Time travel. That's the... Because they reference time. Either if it's don't enter a time pocket. Or time vortex or something like that. I think he's going to be the one that jump starts the next Avengers movie. You think so? I think that Um, he's going to be the one that's going to be like, uh, I found out about time travel. There is some speculation based on like set photos from... Infinity War 2, or the Avengers 4, whatever you want to call it, uh, where, like, there are scenes that look like Avengers 1, with Avengers 1 costumes, and the characters all have these, like, little pieces of, like, technology, these little, like, glue, blue, glowy, not glowy necessarily, but little blue thingies, uh, 
on that on their persons at various places um and scott is seen with one with 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 a similar looking thing mm-hmm. more better integrated into his suit oh so you so, so you think so, he's the one that's so, going to really be that's the spe- like, that's like the speculation okay. but it's it's, it's i mean who really idea, knows because He's stuck there, and the only thing referenced about how to get out is someone has to come along and be like, "Oh, what's this switch do?" and then pull it yeah. by accident, which is isn't going to happen, right? On mm-hmm. top of a unless, parking structure, unless like Lewis or they come along, or, or yeah, if they the, even knew how his, to do it, yeah. if they even, his buddies. Oh, yeah. Well, he's he's on the horn, yeah. So the, if they were to show up. If they knew where he was going to be, and they show up, and and Scott's like, "Hey, hey, guys, can you hear? Can anybody hear me? Anything hey, he can hear anybody? Hear, hey, he would hear it, switch, and and he could probably say, "Oh yeah, push the you know push the enlarge slider to maximum, and I'll come back or whatever." Realistically, he would. I would hope anyway. No, enough or. Here, I'll give you Tony Stark's number. Give him a call if he's a, if he's still if. He, well, he's not he gonna know. Well, I guess. Oh, you're, you're right. I wonder if he even has Tony. Like, if he remembers Tony Stark. And Tony Stark or, still is technically in space at this point. If he, even if they pulled up like a day later, he's still in space. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe because he's still. I he's mean, still a Titan. But yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. it doesn't yeah. call up. Call up. Hey, hey. Uh, there's this, there's this the new, there's this new guy in town. Uh, his name is Richard. <laughs> I think um, we should call that him. Deal, that deal hasn't gone. We should call yet. him I don't think that's and happening. Uh, no, have we'll, have him come and give me help. Yeah, uh huh. That's fantastic. <laughs> for Reed Richard. Oh, speaking of which, um, does the original Wasp like? In, does she have her own comic books or does she just? Like, she has her own book now, but she didn't. Back so does she time. have like special powers in general? Like because no, she was, Wasp just drinks, has blade blasters, and flies. Yeah. No, no. no I mean, well, like the original Wasp, like the one that was stuck in the. Oh, Janet. Yeah. Does she have? You that, know, in the books, Janet is is Hope. Hope doesn't really exist. What do you mean? Hope's like not, Hope's not real. Hope is a character created essentially for the movies because they wrote Janet out of the first one. Well, yeah, because we're we're yeah. sliding forward we're sliding a generation. Forward we're making Hank and Janet older. Older. Okay. You know, and yeah, and and Scott is younger in the comics, but any more realistically if you were to stand Scott Lang and Hank Pym side by side if you were to see them side by side on a comic book page and ask which one's older, you couldn't tell. Not currently, but because, because you can't tell this time. comics, because the movies have to d- deal with time in yeah. a different way than comics. Okay, because I I just want to know because when they got his wife out, like you know, she had that. The... That's why they. That's why they go back. That's why he goes back in for the healing yeah. stuff. But that's what I'm saying, like, like, as in, like, no. like, because I thought maybe because that's a well, that's a sequence she... of events that has only happened in the okay. movies. It so does I, not. It has. Yeah, it's so not. So that's not from the books at all. So I assume she learned how to survive right there by using that. Whatever. She learned how to survive probably by stuff like that, and just absorbed some of the energy around her. And yeah. because it's been so long that she's in there, yeah. in order for and her also, not to go crazy, 
It's in the script. And it's in the script. Okay. But yeah, I, I just wanted to know, because it, it was like, when she, when she healed her, I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, I wonder if she was going to, you know, like, be something more later, you know, later on in the... Like, who knows? We don't. Know. And this is like potentially one of the most exciting things about the MCU. Yeah. Is what are they going to do with Janet? You know, like what's going to happen to Janet? What what sort of cool stuff is she going to bring to the table? By being because she is so now wildly different from her comic book counterpart. You know, so what sort of cool? additional things or whatever. There's a lot of people that are like, there's little side characters that are interesting in the movie universe that are a lot different yeah. than in the books. Like the warriors from Black Panther mm-hmm. have a much, are much more dived into in the movie and are a lot, have a lot more awesome. Depth. And yeah. Are, yeah. Which, what? The Dormage. The Dormelage? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, they're gaining steam in the books yeah, as they're, well. Yeah, they're these now days. gaining steam because they gain steam in the movie. Um, now, okay. what about shoot? I, I literally just had it at the like. I can't even remember now. Oh my goodness! It was. It was oh, how'd you guys feel about who they had as like the protagonist? Like, how'd you feel about what's her name? Ghost. Yeah. Like, do you think the antagonist? Be, oh, I'm sorry. The antagonist might be. Yeah, uh, Ghost is is. It, it's it's a really cool character. The way they do it in the movies is interesting. I like Ghost better in the comic books because Ghost in the comic books is a little bit crazier and a lot darker of a villain. But they did it. They did it very well in the movies too, and they made you kind of feel for her and you, you liked her. Do you and does does Ghost in the comic books just stay bad the entire time? Or yeah, he, he's he's a bad guy. He's oh. this like. Uh, like corporate spy hacker. He doesn't bathe. Guy. Uh, <laughs> That's great. I, I'm. Well, he's more an Iron Man villain, so Elijah's going to be way more familiar with him than. Oh, I'm he's an Iron Man villain. Yeah, he starts off as an Iron Man villain. Oh. And then he goes and joins the Thunderbolts, and he's great on the Thunderbolts. Oh yeah, because he's constantly playing both sides. Yeah, he against plays the both middle. sides against the middle. It's great. Love it. Because Ghost always works for what's best for Ghost. Ah. Um. But he's he's a hired assassin in short. Okay. Uh, but I am Ghost is another character. There's now that we are on this topic, uh, there is a bunch of interesting or not not necessarily a bunch, but the, the two, but Hope and or not Hope, Janet and Ghost are two characters that are wildly different from their comic book counterparts and bring something interesting to the the table not not only as characters but like with power sets and things uh um what do I, how do I want to say this personalities uh, no um but like well the the their their connection mm-hmm. and like their connection to each other and their connection to the quantum realm all of that is a fun cool thing that would be neat if they explored or could have cool wider further reaching implications going forward than we've seen whether or not any of this will pay off is probably dubious as I stand here and ramble about it, but 
still exciting. Yeah. Yeah, because Ghost is now with Bill Foster, so you could do a lot of interesting things there. Right. Well, and and, like, they, and they were getting the stuff to heal Ghost, exactly. Ghost Friend, yeah. which I didn't hear the first time I watched the movie. I was like, oh, they have to go back every now and then to get healing stuff to keep her from not like yeah. phasing out right. of existence. Right. Yeah. I mean, and and they're, and that's one of those things that's not that's not like, told to you, right? Yeah. Super well explained because. It's a movie, and it doesn't necessarily need to be because yeah, you don't want to spoon movie in script. This science is mumbo jumbo wacky stuff that doesn't really exist anyway. So who cares? Speaking of which, which is really funny because my wife and I, when we were watching it, I was like, some of the stuff is like sounds like they're making BS of it. And then when Paul Rudd goes, "You guys just add quantum (laughs) to everything," to everything, and I was like, that was just such a great like, like as in like. You know, and for like, like for the audience to be like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's just pointing times. It's like, what? It just sounds like they're just speaking a bunch of buffoey, and then just yes. hearing him say, yeah. "Yeah," and then just hearing him say, "Do you guys just add quantum in front of everything?" It was just great. It was um, Scott yeah. being the Everman's. Well, they, 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 and well, and they, you know, like this goes back to like Star Trek, you know, where there would there were like writers who were kept around just to write mm-hmm. the science jargon you know like the science mumbo jumbo stuff mm. you know and and like you know, like uh yeah well to not go on a star trek diatribe but yeah. the short bones is uh, is an example from star trek he's your everyman sort of character like scott is in this movie scott's yeah. you okay. scott's the audience going or they just had a quantum in front of everything. Yeah. Bones always was like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, but Tyler, do you have any input at all with anything? Tyler, are you alive? <laughs> I was very quiet. Yeah. Lewis, I was enjoying the conversation. I kind of got lost in it. I thought Lewis was doing fake you for a minute. <laughs> and uh, you guys pretty much covered everything. Uh, you know, from the, the supporting actors to Bottom Rowan. I thought the wasp was pretty hot. <laughs> the fight scene in the kitchen is really great with the wasp. Yeah, that was that, cool. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was a really cool, cool set piece. Yeah. Giant salt shaker. I think it's cool that they have a bad guy who's all about, you know, GMO and organic stuff, you know, running a friendly, you know, This is a China uh, salesman. <laughs> Remember, like, the guy he owned that restaurant? Yeah. yeah. Which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. And the wolf is... Huh? Can we mute? No, I'm sorry. This is muted. And then at the end, he's like, "I have done so, so many terrible things in my restaurant, like, or whatever I've, it is." I have health code violations that you would be that uh, you'd be uh, shocked. Uh, all that. Uh, yeah, he, I I really like that actor. Like he did, he just he I think he just I think he played a good like side villain. You know what I mean? Like just he was just yeah he was I, there. Like was he fine. didn't need, he didn't um, need to be but, there. You're right, but he it was good. Yeah. What. Justin Hammer. He oh, should have been Justin Hammer yeah. instead of uh, uh, Walton yeah. Goggins. For, uh, Iron Man too. Yeah, you yeah. Could, yeah, you could have swapped Walt Goggins oh, for Justin my. Hammer. Yeah, yeah that, that just that, that just, just occurred to me. Yeah, I liked it. I would have loved that. That would have been great. That would have been a good tie-in. Wow, I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's all because it's on the other coast, would, and that would yeah. get you the sort of tangential relationship from. You could you could sort of then infer that Ghost is maybe a little bit of an Iron Man villain as well. Yeah, that would oh, have I been like that would have been fun. 
Oh, Sam Rockwell in that movie. Oh, that would have Sam great. Rockwell in every movie. Yeah, Sam Rockwell. The only thing that anytime. breaks my heart about Sam Rockwell being Justin Hammer, the like second most underutilized, wasted uh, villain potential character mm-hmm. in Marvel, is we can't get Sam Rockwell as anything else now because yeah. he's stuck as Justin Hammer. This who's the first? Oh, the Mandarin. Yes. Yes, exactly. Both Iron Man movies that underutilize a character. <laughs> um, uh, well, I, I, my, uh, well, I would, I would put uh, Ronan on that list as well. The accuser? Yeah. <laughs> as a like, he was horrific. Like he was a good villain, but they didn't. Like, like the way that he was written and and the way that that Lee Pace performed him, he was who played Ronan? Lee Pace. Lee Pace. Uh, you ever seen Pushing Daisies? Uh, what was that? Silicon? No, not Silicon Valley. The other one. Oh, him. Uh, but him. Um, he was in The Hobbit. Yeah, he was a he was an elf. Yeah. Um, but. No, oh. he was. Ken loves the Hobbit. I just think he was under. He was under you because he just like is angry oh, and mustache twirly and che- scenery chewy the whole time. Like he he never. Like oh. he's just always shouting and yelling and being aggressive, and like we like he's you can't relate to him. You don't ever get a real sense for why he is the way he is, aside from nationalism. Uh, Maybe they'll dig deeper in that in Captain Marvel. Right? Back. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm optimistic that we'll oh. see some more fun stuff in Captain Marvel because they're bringing back a couple of Guardians, or we're we're getting a look at earlier versions of a couple of Guardians one villains. Yeah. I have seen Pushing Daisies. Now that I saw what the trailer, yeah, that was a good show. Pushing Daisies is great. I can't uh, believe it. I really. I have it. it on DVD. I have it over there, right over there. But the series, and it was, it was never completed, right? Like it was just. They, they, no, they it, got, it ended. It ended at two. Wow. It was. I I think it was one of those things where they like they knew, the end was coming, so they were able to write and end. They wrote an I ending. think they yeah. could have gone another couple of seasons. But they rushed but, an ending out of that. That's what it. But they did wrap now. it up. Yeah. Because yeah. they all right. Because I remember watching it and I was like, "This is really good." Like the concept was great. Oh yeah. All right. So but back to the back to Amanda Wasp. Back to Amanda So what do we want to give it, Tyler? Tyler. I want. I want to give it a five. I have to agree with Elijah. Five robot punches. How you know we give it five? Because it's a Marvel Marvel movie. Oh wait, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Can, is that it? Just five? Just five? because it's a Marvel movie? That's what I said. No, that's what he's going to give it. I'm going to give it five because I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Well, I thought it was a very good movie. No, we have to fix my answer. It's because it's a Marvel Studios movie. Okay. If you say it's a Marvel movie, that means I have to say I like Elektra. Uh, (laughs) Venom. Venom's tolerable, more tolerable than Elektra. I've actually never seen Elektra, so what do I know? It's okay. Four point two five robot punches. Two five. Four point two five. Ken's a communist. You want to fight? Sir, you wound me. I will. 
Do you need any? Do you need any? Do you need any of our security cameras? We have plenty here in stock. Here at um, XCOM. Are is are you threatening me, Elijah? Are you gonna come to my house and like Bubba kill Yoga. me in my sleep or something? No, he's I, just gonna fill it with security cameras. I gave this movie a four point two five robot punches. Feel pretty fucking underappreciated, Al. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want to give this movie a one out of five stars. One being the highest. If we were doing it back now, it's five out of five. It's a good movie. I really liked it. Like I said, like I, it's it's one of my. It's one Way of my, to bring us down. Ken is the detractor. Well, I mean, someone's got to be. He's okay. I'm okay with that. That's fine. <laughs> so yeah, somebody has to be. Uh, you need to change your answer. Now I have a machine gun. Ho ho ho. ho. We're doing lines from Die Hard. Okay. We we just watched Die Hard the other night. It was delightful. I had forgotten how much fun that movie is. It is great. I'm gonna ask my random question. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Everyone just simple. Hell answers. yes. I'm gonna say yes, but Bruce Willis came out and told everybody it's not. Well, I don't care what Bruce Willis says. But <laughs> yes, I, I agree. Um, simple answers. Actually, well. <laughs> Well, what? You just said it. I, I, I said gun, ho, my, ho, ho. my knee jerk huh. is held yes. Yes. But if I'm actually seriously answering that question, no, it's not a Christmas movie. It is. You're kind of Lewis answered yes. Everyone's a yes. Now, I'm I'm ignoring I, I, I don't even like Die Hard, so I don't like Die Hard. Mute him! Alright, now he's muted. Okay, so... It's a good day to die hard. One of us needs to pick Die Hard to make Luce rewatch it because he needs to remember slash get reacquainted with this movie because it is excellent. Uh, we did just watch it. And I, like the, I like the one I was, that in it. I, well, I, I, I need, <laughs> I, when do I, I need pick to movies f- next? After me. So Who's next? Who's me. picking? Oh, okay. But we're doing this after. Right. So, so mine would be in December, so then it would be time for a Christmas movie. <laughs> yes. 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 So. What? what t- all right. Anyways. <laughs> it's time for you to tell us what our topic is. Tyler. Our topic. Oh, dear. Uh, and I thought about this the other day after I had a horrible coffee incident at work. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. How, what? What? Never mind. Can I was going to get you to explain that, but I'm never mind. To, no, I don't care. Get to, to, I shouldn't say I don't care, part, but. Like, okay. Part topic part. Um. So, as I had this horrible incident at work, I thought, man, wouldn't this be a fun, odd thing to talk about in the podcast? And that topic is weird things we've eaten. Hmm. Do buttholes count now? Look, <laughs> um, you. you're not uh, a real man until you go down on the brown. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. no, no the first t-shirt is sometimes in the game of Duck Duck Goose, you gotta be the goose. See That's stuff. the first t-shirt. <laughs> but, uh, weird things I've eaten. Define uh, weird. Um, is it like weird okay, bad or like okay. weird good? Things that like an everyday person, like if you think of an everyday person, you would go, oh, I wouldn't every day normally eat that. Like, I think that's weird that somebody ate that. No, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't. I think it's and, that's really weird because it's like culture wise. Sorry. I don't mean no. To, well, it's it's fine. That's fine. Um, my my. 
I don't eat weird things as a... Well, my first... My, my need... or not, The first thing that popped into my head was my first year of college. I forget... We did we did an event. It was I lived in a in a building full of of you know eighteen and nineteen and twenty year old men. So heaven only knows what the sort of crap we were going to get up to. Uh, but we had there was an event, and I think it was ba- it was floors. Uh, and there was at one point there was a, a re- an e- an eating weird thing relay race, and. I was the uh, cold sauerkraut guy, which is weird because I don't like sauerkraut. <laughs> but I was able to, to to do this cold sauerkraut challenge pretty pretty well, as I recall. I performed well. It was, I think, either the person before me or the person after me that mishandled it i forget i don't this is this is forever ago now like 17 years ago no wait hang on that can't be i mean i guess it can be right but (laughs) sorry uh yeah back in my day (laughs) we didn't have jazz we had stunts and we cut them out with our turned on the television with your hand (laughs) just cut it I need a nap. I do need a nap. Thank you for pointing that out. But uh, my name's Ken. I'm old and sleeping. I would probably. I would probably go with the goat. Ooh, goat! I had that at one of my friend's weddings. I wouldn't necessarily say I enjoyed goat, but I've had goat. I can't really think of other things other than goat. Alright, so coming to mind. I'll, I'll give my, my thing that uh, made me think of this. So, my horrible coffee incident. So, uh, I was really tired. I finally got back, get some coffee from the break room, brought it up front with me. Uh, sat it down because immediately after I get up there, after I had a sip, someone goes, Hey, Tyler, I need help. So, I'm like, alright. So, I go over, I help the person out, come back five minutes later, take a big swig of coffee. And I'm like, hmm, there's stuff in here. There shouldn't be in here. What's in this coffee? So I look down, and this isn't, like, the the weird part of, like, summer, beginning of fall, where, like, it was still rainy and warm, and mosquitoes had multiplied by 5,000 times. Oh, it's been up at Gross. Oh, yeah, there was mosquitoes in my coffee. Uh... <laughs> Wait, how long did you let your coffee sit? Five minutes. Yeah. Nature decided to come inside instead of staying outside. And, like... Did you not have a lid on the coffee? Nope. Because normally I don't have to have a lid on my coffee inside. Do you do you put a lid on your your coffee cup in the morning? I trust no one. I don't drink coffee in the morning. What I do? What do I... you put a if you like pour yourself a glass of Mountain Dew in the morning to wake up? You know, you pour your your Mountain Dew in your cocoa puffs. I am. I am a bachelor. I drink it out of the bottle. That would be entirely. First of all, that is disgusting. That would be entirely Ken. I could just picture it being like, (laughs) "Here's an entire thing, cocoa puffs." Be like, "We're just, we're just skipping a step, just pour us about doing it." No, that would be no, 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 no. I'm not gonna let you guys. I am. I am not going to let you guys. 
<laughs> um, Apparently I've got diabetes. I don't know how. Mountain Dew. <laughs> you really should. Yes. Cocoa Puffs, probably not. I'm not the biggest fan of chocolate breakfast cereal. Uh, he looks like the two together. Just like, whoa. <laughs> no. No, 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 It's a start in the mornings. So, yeah, um, so. Oh, yeah, sorry, Tyler, continue. So um, I had, I had unintended and, and swallowed it. Like, I was like, hmm, it's crunchy in here. Gulp. <laughs> and then looked in my cup and was like, ah, well, I'm done drinking that. Trash can. Crunchy. When, when my coffee starts <laughs> to say crunchy. I assumed that it might have been coffee grains. <laughs> coffee in general coffee is gross. Uh, and then we just include a bug in it. And okay. So, um, you know, then, uh, you know, as, as a kid, uh, I spent my days in a very rural era before I came to the town I live in now uh, called Perry County. And we would, like, make mud pies. And I got dared to eat one. Well, one of them had a worm in it. So I've eaten worm. Now we've all eaten worms. So we're children. Not that kind of worm, uh, Lewis. Okay. We could feed John C. <laughs> Riley from the Sisters Brothers and eat spiders in our seat. <laughs> oh, you do That's eat haunting. spiders in your seat. Yeah, right? I know that. But there's not a movie visual that gives me that it bit you <laughs> and then laid <laughs> eggs in you while you're sleeping because you're snoring and then they just come out your mouth and you're like Ugh, that's haunting. I know there's spiders in my house. I know Jason's not going to come through that door and slice with machete. But there can be spiders that come into my mouth, bite me. I heard that that's not a real statistic. I heard they changed that. I heard that that was just made up. I don't care. There's a real thing that I snore. percent of all statistics are made up on the spot. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. That is, that is 50% true. <laughs> statistic that, that it's... it's more likely to get struck by lightning than get bit by a shark. No, that one's a fact. No, that's made up. No. I, um, I believe you could probably do a statistical analysis and... The water, I guarantee you more people get bit by a shark. And Lewis... That's just a spot. Lewis doing? He was just going to go kill a bug that he thought was a bug, but it's actually a paint spot. It's really weird. Um. <laughs> um, and I think the other thing that, like... You know, um, again, this is like personal taste. Like some people eat it, some people think it's weird to eat. Uh, but I've had calamari. That I've had that. Um, I didn't even know what go, it was. Yeah, was going like, to That's the calamari that looks good. Let me try some. Oh, cool! I just ate it. I'm like, what is calamari? And they're like, oh, it's squid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we as a well, it was my parents and I. Oh yeah, no, it was the whole family except for my oldest sister. Uh, when my middle sister co-middle sister was living in austin we went down there and visited um and we went to this korean barbecue place and my dad who is not the most culinarily adventurous dude was okay with ordering the squid as one of the meats for the 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 korean barbecue Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, I had some squid. I did not super like it, but it's, it's got yeah. a weird texture. Too. Yeah, that that like I'm a texture guy, so like if if stuff has a weird texture, I it weirds me out. So what made mine more enjoyable was that it was deep fried and like ooh, yeah, really delicious. And so, you know, it'd be like fried that mosquito in your coffee, and it would be fine. Like Ken, ten out of ten <laughs> would eat mosquito again. Just so like, all right, um. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Me? Uh, I've eaten a lot. I've eaten ants, uh, crickets. I was going to say, you're... You... Like duck tongue. 
Feet. Big feet. I want to hear the duck tongue. <laughs> uh, Liz and I went to, to a place uh, for dim song. And, that uh, wouldn't surprise me. And so we sad. just ate everything there. So we ate like, everything there. Cool. Yeah, just went in the back and so you were like, like, give me! <laughs> literally, we just ate everything and then our friends would tell us. So we eat like, I've eaten a lot of, a lot of exotic stuff. So like, to me, like, like it's it's such a such a you guys it's, it's, are wimps. It's so it's yeah. not it's not about being. It's more like he's hey, looking at us like weaklings. Bug. Yeah, well, but I liked it all. Like it was all really good. You know what I mean? Like so it's it's weird to say like the weirdest thing I've eaten. Like you know what I mean? Like I I enjoy eating you know uh, you know peanut butter sandwiches with pickles in it. It's pretty good. So. You know, like uh, I don't, I don't know. It's such a, that's such a hard I question to say. Like, do not like pickles. So yeah. I'm, well, that's I'm not like touching pickles. this that's with a ten foot like pole. So like, so like, yeah, I don't do like that. potato chips either. Like, so. I, I would say like the grossest thing I've weirdest thing I've ever eaten. It's probably just drank as I drank like like bad apple juice one time where like I wasn't like I don't know what was wrong I think it was just expired and it had like white glops in it and I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even know what was in it I was just this... a kid and I was like I was like bah, bah, bah. and then I saw that I was like and I, and, I couldn't, and I couldn't have the apple juice for like I couldn't drink apple juice until I was like 15 and that happened when I was like 8 and then was another time uh, where I chugged a half a bottle of uh, of vinegar I was playing outside and uh in Colombia, my grandma. Well, my grandma. What they did was like to conserve on stuff because it's like our family. Uh, we would buy like a big bottle of vinegar, and you just get uh-huh. a water bottle, and you just pour some of it in, and then it would it would just because we were really uh, poor okay. back then. You know what I mean? It was yeah. You were so you were conserving the bottle. Yeah, we so you conserve, well, we bought a big bottle, bottle, so we would just fill up. Yeah, the water you, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, okay. So, so you got like, so you got the bottles. Confused. So you buy in bulk okay. and share yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. That that totally makes. And sense. so I was playing outside. I did that. And so I was playing outside. I come inside and I'm super thirsty. I tell my grandma, hey, can I get some water? And she's like, yeah, uh, just, you know, grab some out of the refrigerator. Well, I see, you know, our little thing for water, and then I see the water bottle where it has the vinegar in it. And I didn't realize that, you know what I mean? So I just oh, and this was clear uh, vinegar. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, like, it wasn't like apple cider vinegar. vinegar. Okay. No, it was just regular clear vinegar, and I'm there, chug halfway of it. <laughs> and that was yeah. I just I just threw up so bad. I, I can do you one up. Oh dear. So um, it's, it does involve me. It involves my brother. So my brother uh, at one point was was definitely trying to uh, work out and everything. So in the morning he would wake up in the morning. Which and do brother? Exercises. Sorry, the large one. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's part he of the reason why I asked something? this question. So he was <laughs> he was trying to like do do cardio oh in the mornings and everything, yeah. and uh, so he he gets done and he's really thirsty like you were. So he goes out and they had clear laundry detergent in a water bottle. Oh! And he bam <laughs> knocked half that sucker back and then oh. spit it out. Yeah. And he oh. runs upstairs. His wife goes with the water bottle. He goes, what did I just drink? <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like oh that, no! That, he called poison control and everything. I would have, yeah. And they're like, and he's like, "What do I need to do?" And they're like, "Do not induce vomiting." <laughs> God, <laughs> just let I'm it run doing, its course. I'm doing the opposite. <laughs> Too late. Course. Yeah, no. I but yeah. He called off work. He's like, "Man, I want to go to work and like crap my pants with laundry detergent all day." But yeah, when it comes to exotic foods, I mean, I've eaten so many different things. It's really hard to narrow it down, like. I like, I literally, like, I love food, so, like, I'll try anything once, so li- literally, except shit. 
I won't eat shit. I don't think that's a delicacy <laughs> anywhere. Don't, um, yeah. <laughs> Look, folks, um, you shouldn't it. eat shit. Don't eat shit. <laughs> Thanks for the disclaimer. Well, unless, unless, no, 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 we left it. We left out disclaimers from laundry and detergent. But yeah, we're like, <laughs> no, 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 because, no, no. There was there was a, there's a guy in Japan, a scientist in Japan, who is afraid. Like basically, he reuses food. He he tries to get everything that like people eat, you know, and like the nutrients from shit. All the leftover shit that, you know, the body doesn't originally digest. And, and he made himself a dumpling and he ate it. He ate it. And I was just like, I'm sorry, but there's nothing. And like, I can eat every, I can eat a lot of things, but shit is not one of them. He does understand, I, like, that's how you get E. coli. First I, of all, he's a scientist. Never okay. So, like, either way, I don't give a shit. I'm not eating shit. That's also the next T-shirt. Um, but I don't give a shit. I'm not <laughs> eating shit. But oh, uh, dear. send us an email for not the topic of eating any of that to the Posterman Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at the Posterman Pod. Follow us on Instagram at the Posterman Podcast. Find us on Facebook, which we got a whole bunch of new listeners on Facebook. Or yeah, the Posterman Podcast. Well, Facebook like Facebook page likes, not necessarily listening. Well, I know we got Adam listening to us, so hi, oh, Adam. Oh, yeah. Hi, Adam. Oh, hi, Adam. Hello, Adam. And <laughs> we... And, uh, oh, my gosh, I'd find our website at www.thepostermanpodcast.com. <laughs> send us emails. Send us movie suggestions. Find us anywhere. Ooh, ooh, I have one for my friend Sam. Uh... It's called Shotgun Hobo. Oh, Shotgun Hobo? Shotgun Hobo? Yeah, I like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hobo with a Shotgun. Yes, that's shotgun. what it was. Hobo with a Shotgun? Oh my god, dude. Seen it seven times. You kidding me? Put that bad boy on right now. <laughs> Let's slap that one on there. All right, we'll have to do that one for him. All right. But, uh, yeah, so what's our slogan? I forgot it at the moment because I In currently. In a world of ducks. In Duck, Duck, Goose. No, sometimes. And the game of the game of duck and the game of duck duck goose. Sometimes you have to be the goose. Thank you, sir. See y'all next week. Ken, put down the Mountain Dew and cocoa puffs. <laughs> but, 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 but stop it! But, oh God, I, he's going crazy. Uh, uh, everybody, what? Ah, we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> yeah, bye, everybody. I guess I'm going to push the stop button now. Adios.